This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for episode 80, Game Week 12, after a very long and boring international break. I am pleased to be joined again by my co-host, Steve. A long international break where England faced possibly some of the toughest opponents they've ever seen. And I know, Sam, you are very excited about Harry Kane's return to form, having been tested against possibly the finest San Marino uh, defensive unit that has ever existed in world football. Yes, and we are in a new studio at the moment because of room rearrangements around the house. Studio rearrangements, indeed. We've got a slightly better sound in here um, and it's a lot cleaner. Yes. Reflections. Over the international break, there were three... New managers appointed. There was Steven Gerrard, who's joined Aston Villa after Steen Smith got sacked shortly after the game week ended. Then there was Eddie Howe, who finally took the long vacated Newcastle job. And Dean Smith, who has been sacked, has gone to Norwich. And Norwich sacked their manager after they recorded their first win of the season. Quite surprising, of her, I don't think. I think it was the right choice. In the end. And then we have more reflections. Solskjaer somehow is still in the United job. I don't think, I think he could survive a meteorite at this point. And as for a quick recap of the results, well, West Ham... West Ham was the big one. Yes, yeah. they shocked Liverpool. Although no contribution from Antonio. Antonio did unfortunately. not turn up. Yes, uh, my take on that, Sam, since you asked on the three managers, the Norwich appointment is a decent one. Dean Smith is a world-class manager with his Walsall background and sacked ridiculously early by Villa. The other two appointments, I think, are mistakes. But we'll talk more about that in talking points. But for legal reasons, I won't say too much more. Manager of the Week. So manager of the week um, falls to me to run down uh, the top five. Low-scoring game week. Thomas Durrani, 63. Alex Perry, 63. Neil Doughty, 64. But joint. Um, luckily, I'm joined by one of the managers in the studio. Sam, am I correct in saying that you got manager of the week last week as well? Uh, let me just check my notes to see if I did... Uh, well, whilst he checks his notes, it's uh, Sam and Tom Warville, uh, both tied right at the top of our league. I don't think I did. I think last week it was Mark Burrows. That's true, because we did have a headline about Mark Burrows, and we just confirmed that Sam Roy, 55 points, disappointing last week, and Mark Burrows, of course, 70 points. So it's the game week before that uh, I think I must be talking about. Yes, 105 in uh, game week nine. Anyway, well done to you. League table. And of course, that takes us on to the league table. Suburi, 650. Los Newbold, 651. Seb, 653. Very tight here. Then a little bit of a gap. 
just outside Europe, Neil667, Sam Owen681, Tom Wilville, we mentioned him. Sam says we didn't mention him enough in the previous section. Sam, any thoughts on Tom? This is a incredible rise. He is into fifth some time ago. Yes, and he did record the joint manager of the week with me. And if you look at his team here, he of course had the Salah captain, but his defence went big with Trent Arnold, James Cancelo, Livermento White, all recording huge point tools. And what's interesting is he did bring Kane in early. We might discuss more on that and talking points as well, but or Kane in yeah. Game week five, he was as low as 13th. Game week seven, he was... Uh, he was 10th. Uh, so, yeah, it's a big climb. Um, where was he this week? Can you see him, Sam? Six. He was sixth in game week nine. Yeah, so this is he's continuing a long... Overdue return to form. Alex Perry in fourth, six nine seven. Ollie Doward dropping like a stone. Took a four point hit, seven oh six. Can you believe, ladies and gentlemen, that this man was fifty points clear just several several short game weeks ago? Uh, Sam seven forty, just not quite pushing on, but um, very strong game week nonetheless. And Darren Greaves. Holds on, top 13 managers there, all captain Salah, Sam. Thiago, though, disappointing score, 29 points. Um, Tom Kershaw, let's also call him out, 26 points. Captain Ronaldo, possibly a game week early. But Darren Green's leading the way. Let's. He does only lead by two points. Two though. points, yeah. Talking points. Let's have some talking points, Sam. We did say earlier we would discuss the the three new managers in more detail, and that's what we will do here. First up, Stephen Gerrard at Aston Villa. Your thoughts? I'm not convinced. Just on Dean Smith, as I say, you look at he took over at Villa 15th in the Championship. Um, he had to sell Grealish, who um, the whole team was based around. Yeah, maybe the new players haven't worked out. I, I, we said at the start of the season we thought Danny Ings was a mistake because he was an injury risk. and Watkins was decent last season. So, all in all, I don't think Gerard is an upgrade. Do you? I, well, I think the thing with Dean Smith is he was way too over-reliant on Grealish. You can see that last season he was injured. A completely different team. I think that's kind of carried on to this season. But there's no evidence that Stephen Gerrard is an improvement on Dean Smith. He is coached, managed Rangers. Now, you can argue all you like. It's a bit of a gamble, I agree. Well, it's a big gamble because where is the evidence Stephen Gerrard is a world-class manager? He's been managing Rangers. Now, again, you can debate what level Scottish football is at, Sam, but do you think Stephen Gerrard has proved himself to be a world-class manager? If- I don't think anyone world-class will be taking the Villa job. No disrespect to any Villa fans, but... but- I think it's... He is a bit underqualified, but... We'll see. They've got Brighton tomorrow, haven't they? Which Or the weekend, which I Brighton. think is, is going to be interesting. Certainly Brighton on FIFA are, are very, very difficult to beat. They're also um, quite good in real life. And and they're pretty good in real life, yeah. Who's the other ones? Uh, 
Eddie Howe at Norwich. Yeah, I'm no, not, at Newcastle. Sorry, Newcastle. I'm not convinced about that one either. I think if they've got unlimited oil money, um, you just wonder. Hey, you look at how he got the job. The guy from the guy who turned it down, uh, Fons Emery. Emery, yes. Emery he turned it down. They were all set to appoint him. He's the second choice. Now, have you been in that situation, Sam, where you've, you've been for a job? I have not started first, working yet. The first choice has turned it down so that then you get it. I haven't been in that situation yet, but I do think he's got, he's got to turn it around pretty soon. Otherwise, Newcastle could go down, which would be quite funny with all the yeah, oil money they have. But I think... I don't think it's. A, I think it'd be obviously most managers would be, but I think it is a huge upgrade on Steve Bruce, and I think they're gambling on he'll get the best out of Wilson and possibly he was, Fraser. He was given a lot of money at Bournemouth, and he did not buy some great players, or he spent a lot of money on players who did not perform for him. So let's see. And the, I've heard a lot of people who are possibly bringing in Wilson. With, how coming coming in for a lot of planned teams with Wilson in it? What do you think about that? Well, I don't. I don't think you can do anything until January and see who he who he because he's got to transform um, a team who are what, getting twelve to twenty percent possession a game under the last few games under Bruce. Um, and of course, our own Graham Jones, um, the failed Luton manager, is up there and his tactics. In them, any words on his short games in charge, Sam? Oh, he did not seem to be that good, but got points though, didn't he? he didn't got really points much just by Bruce. putting a lot of men behind the ball. And now, the, but the good appointment, I think, is Dean Smith. I've got a lot of time for Dean Smith. He's a good Walsall man, and uh, if Norwich go down, which they likely to, I think he'll bring them straight back up, and probably, maybe, with uh, he hasn't got some of the baggage that maybe they had at Villa with this Grealish problem. I do agree that I think it was a good decision for Norwich to sack Fark, even if Fark or whatever he's called, even after the um, win. That is a bit surprising, but I think it's an ambitious move. If they just kept Fark all season, then they would have gone straight back down and they might go down, but I think Dean Smith is a very good decision. I agree with you there. I think the poor appointment is Ranieri at Watford, but we'll see, because that does not seem to be in any way long-term future thinking. Uh, But then Watford managers, how long do they last? Just a few months on average. A few months. Uh, So that I don't understand. But having said that, I'm sure they'll feature in our Game Week preview. Yes, that's, that's all for talking points. Game Week preview. Sam, there are 10 game weeks in the next 40 days. This, for many fantasy managers, is peak time. The time to shine. Sam, that said, let's look at the game week preview. Leicester City, Chelsea. Going to go with a pretty obvious Chelsea win here. I don't trust Leicester fully with... um, Rogers at the moment, they're not in great form, nor is Vardy, he hasn't done much since everyone brought him in. I think Chelsea still are the team to beat. Aston Villa, Brighton. I'm going to go with a 
a win, an Aston Villa win here because new manager bounce. But I don't think you can take a lot from this game like the future. Right, of course, out without Sanchez, who uh, got sent off. Burnley Palace. Going to go with a draw here, 1-1. That's a Burnley win. Burnley are in form. Newcastle, Brentford. Uh, Brentford have stumbled a lot recently and I'm going to go with a Newcastle win here. Probably Wilson scoring. I think this is a really good test of Eddie Howe because uh, I saw a, I think it was a TikTok thing of him uh, putting some checkers or, you know, coins down to... A, whatever they're called, to move players around. But has he, in the short time he's been in charge at Newcastle, dealt with the Brentford long throw? Because that, a bit like West Brom in our division, Sam, is their main kind of weapon. Norwich, Southampton. Going to go over a draw here, probably 1-1. Well, this is an interesting one, isn't it, with the, the uh, Dean Smith's first game. And making Premier League history oft-quoted tweet the first manager to face the same team in consecutive games did you know that Sam quite like that fact yes incredible yes. fact incredible fact Watford United Sam well this is an important one I think obviously if Solskjaer loses this he'll be sacked well actually I'm not sure but there'll be so much pressure if he loses this that there's they're running out of excuses not to sack him, but I do think he will somehow pull out a win here, probably with a Ronaldo last-minute goal. Interesting you say that, because this is a good te- big test for Watford as well, because I, I think um, you know Ranieri's now had enough time that if he is turning it around at Watford, this is a game that they've got to win. Uh, it's a massive week for United, because I don't know if you noticed this, Sam, but they go to Villarreal... On Tuesday, is that a must-win? It's going with yeah. five out of six. Well, they can't lose it, can they? I think a draw would be all right. A draw though. would be all right. Then they go to away at Chelsea, and then uh, Arsenal. Amazing form at the moment. And then United Arsenal, and even United Palace. No guarantees there. Interesting that game. Uh, it's on the Thursday, so it must be the start of the Christmas season. Thursday. Right. Anyway, we took a bit of a detour there, Sam, didn't we? Let's go back to... Anyway, I'm going for a Watford win in that uh, game. And I'm even thinking of a little shock move for Josh King. Wolves-West Ham. Yeah, I'm going to go the third draw of the week. Possibly nil-nil. Liverpool-Arsenal. I'm going to go a very surprising result here. I think Arsenal might win this game. I don't think so. I think Liverpool wins. Arsenal an amazing team. <coughs> <laughs> they are. They haven't really been tested, have they, Sam? They have. They've beaten <coughs> Leicester. They've beaten Spurs away. Was right. their last big away win? The last big away win two 0 at, at Leicester. And yeah, I will count Leicester as a big away win. Well, I do think Arsenal somehow sneak a win there. I Liverpool. Think, I have, think Liverpool win that. I don't think you can say that Arsenal will get anything. Liverpool defence has been very shaky in recent weeks. City Everton. Uh, I don't trust Everton at all, I think. Benitez probably will, might be, not soon, but I think he might be sacked eventually. And then the exciting so points game... I'm going to go a City 2-0 win. And the exciting points game of the weekend is Spurs-Leeds. Yes, this is an interesting one. This is one all the managers are targeting, bringing Son in, bringing Kane in. and All fooled by Kane's seven goals against uh, world-class 
Oppo. I think Son is the one you should get if you're looking at a Spurs player. And I do think Spurs will win this. Possibly by two goals to nil. There you go. You heard it there, ladies and gentlemen. Big one, Matthew. Well, I'm going to go for Josh King in the big one, Matthew. I just got a feeling he's off a hat-trick in the game before last at Everton. He was on loan at Everton and he's got this United connection, hasn't he? And he knows um, Ole Gunnar. So I just think that that could be a game-changer, Josh King, to go big. My team, your team. Sam, so it's time for you to tell as the second, as almost the co-leader in the league. How are you going to take the lead this week? What changes are you going to make? I'm going to play it quite simple and just make a an obvious move, swapping Rudiger to James, much more attacking Chelsea defender. I think that's a mistake. And if I may, because it's do part of the day job, coaching and assisting and helping teams and individuals. This is the year where you can genuinely win this league. I think the James thing is based on prior match stats. They're away at Leicester. I think you need to bring in a Spurs fullback. Who one of them, Reguilon or Romero, is going to go Romero centre back. Who's going to go massive? Emerson Royal, do you mean? I do mean Emerson Royal. Yeah, Spurs leads. You need one of those two. I have Rafinha guaranteed fifteen points to cover that. I do like the look of Son and could make a late change. But why are you bringing James in? Not. I think you're kind of knee-jerking there. You need to be... You got to the lead in this league by thinking outside the box. You need a Spurs fullback for the Leeds game. Jota as well is one I could get eventually. You need to look at the fixtures. Spurs-Leeds is the standout. That's goals. Yes, possibly. Yeah, I think we've persuaded him. If necessary... I've already made a change. It would have to be a hit if I make it. I've already made a change. Well, there we go. The truth has come out. There's a lot of uncertainty at the specials as we languish at the heights of 2.2 million in the Global League, uh, which is a record low. We may go unchanged or we may do this clever Josh King Son double swap. So Salah is starting to not contribute, isn't he, Sam? Yes, but I don't really have many other options to captain in my team. The only other premium I have is Vardy. I think he's in bad form at the moment, and I'm going to get, get rid of him any week now. And he's playing Chelsea, so I think Salah's the one I, I've got to go for. Only one game this season, Salah has not got an assist or goal, and that was against Burnley in game week two. Even in the disappointing performance against Brighton and West Ham, he has an assist in both those games. So laugh for me. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes silent. Three minutes silent. So that's it for another week. Sam, your closing thoughts. Yes, my team switches this week don't look that strong, but I am. I'm just kind of waiting this week, which I've done the boring, which is why I've done the boring James move to see if any options arise. I think it could be an interesting week if Spurs go big and everyone's going to be bringing in all the Spurs players. Well, they, were, they are already doing that. I'm just trying to predict that result. But anyway, good luck, everyone. Let's hope that I can go top. 
Yeah, I think I agree with you, Sam. The Leicester-Chelsea game for me is pretty key because uh, I'm covered if Leicester pull off a surprise win with the with the Vards. I'm covered if Chelsea grind it out with Joel and James and optionally Mount. Um, but if it's 1-1 and neither of those, any of them contribute, it's not going to be a high-scoring game week. And then, as you say, we've got the risk of the Spurs leads. What will happen? Who knows? Good luck, everyone. Good night. Goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.